91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. Halloween's on the quarter. So Scott was like, yo, let's talk about one of the best Halloween movies that's ever been made. Halloween 6. And let me just get this out of the way. I've, I've posted this on the internet already once before. We get revisionist about a lot of stuff like 10, 15, 15 after they've come out. We like rewatch Season of the Witch. You know, Freddy's Revenge has had a resurgence. No one even tries to tell me that Curse of Michael Myers is bad of a movie. I will shut them down immediately. Uh, it's funny that you say that you shut them down immediately because I'm pretty sure that when you posted about this and everybody came out of the fucking woodwork and was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I have a soft spot for H6. It's not so bad. You didn't do anything. <laughs> no, I head, let though. them expose themselves. <laughs> what I mean is that I'll get very angry by myself and sit in my room and be like, everyone's stupid. And then he has a bath bomb and he has a very pleasant evening in his bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually recording this from the bath. I'm like William Taft. Now that is a really good reference that I would have never, I don't think anybody would have fucking expected it on horror movie night. <laughs> Taft and they the say bath. that we're entertaining but not educated. Now, yeah. Let's get this all away. You you pick this. Did I pick this? You had threatened this. I played a game of chicken and lost, basically. I was like, come on, do it. Now you know that I always will. I love the fact that you're giving me shit about it, thinking like, oh, Scott picked a bad movie. I don't pick bad movies. I don't either. I pick good discussion topics. Well, then I picked a good discussion topic because there's going to be 
a little bit of fire and brimstone, you know, maybe we're going to go to hell. Welcome to hell. Well, you found my double feature. I, I want to get one thing out of the way. It's the biggest reason why I pushed you to pick this movie. Scream Factory put out their Halloween box set. It had the producer's cut. This changes everything. It's not that bad of a movie. The producer's cut. It's such a bad. It could have been so much more. No, it made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember the difference because I've watched both multiple times trying. The the producer's cut drives home on the cult aspect that he's like resurrected by the cult. And like when I think that that's so dumb and over the top, but like can fully accept that a nun was raped by a thousand maniacs and that's what made Freddy Krueger. That's a bad like like I'm not one of those people that's like that's unrealistic. It's just dumb. Yeah, I, I guess I got to agree with you. Yeah, I got the market thorn on me because my friend Zach got the market. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, my friend Zach had the market thorn on him, and then he died. So then we all got the market thorn on us, uh, in hopes that we would follow suit, but we did not. Um, so we are all still here. <laughs> I was reading so much information a while ago because it seems like the guy who wrote this zoned this entirely. <laughs> he had written the movie. And then they took it away from him from that point on. This isn't even close to the movie I wrote. The most notable thing about it is Paul Rudd. And he's so miscast. Like, I can't take Paul Rudd seriously making that phone call to the radio station. Oh. That slow zoom. And he's like, are you ready to crazy ass shit? All right. <laughs> I don't need this performance from you. Yeah, but he also does this weird thing every time that grown-up Tommy Doyle sees Michael Myers, he's like, <laughs> it's, it's, he does this weird laugh kind of, it's, I think it's supposed to be hopelessness or fear, but it just looks like he shit his pants. Looks like he's in on a really funny joke. Yeah, he's like, hey, Michael and I have a real funny joke. It's where I didn't get murdered in, in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I have a, okay memory of this movie but it's not that much i mean i was home for halloween we went to tom's pizza and it was playing on the television i was gonna say that's my only memory of this movie yeah you know what i love is that he did clueless and then he did the curse of michael myers so this was first actually gotcha because it comes up second in in um his imdb i'm looking at it maybe it was completed second because you know all that pre-production that went into the special effects and clueless yeah this is the only halloween movie that was shot in the fall i was gonna say h5 is very obvious Obviously, a summer film because there are like completely green leaves on the trees. I guess that I'm not surprised about it in any of them, but in H4, it looks the most fall. Yeah, it really does. But that's that's what they they spent all their budget on. Man, they had the CGI in all the the fallness. They imported all the leaves. Well, I know <laughs> like, they actually did that for the original Halloween. I remember that, and that they had like yeah. a a big fan that they were blowing them at Jamie Lee Curtis because that was that was filmed in California, wasn't it? It was filmed in Pasadena, which Kyle took me for a tour of all of the from Halloween because he lived in Pasadena. <laughs> it's like one of those like celebrity ghost tours, except it was just yeah. the Halloween movie it was just two strangers becoming friends basically hey, fair also paul rudd does that stupid face again when barry the shock jock that they have come out and he wears you know a, a pair of boxers and a trench coat um and a mustache those are the things that he wears the murders in this make no sense 
No. At first, I thought this movie must have gotten massacred by the MPAA because, like, the cuts are so quick. But then, like, later in the movie, it's like, man, this is pretty gory. Man, there's a lot of blood. (laughs) And also, there's a lot of green goo that is apparently Michael Myers' blood. Yeah. He's like, I'm made of shamrock shake. It's a bad movie, man. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I remember the first time I watched it in high school, I can see myself sitting in my room. It's like a Friday night or something like that in the fall. Super stoked to finally watch the sixth one. Because I think I had like, I believe that I had purchased the 20 year anniversary copy of Halloween on VHS. So that came out in 98, I believe. Yeah, that would have been 98. Right. So I would have probably gotten that in 99 because I don't know if I was buying tapes in 98, but bought it in 99 and I watched it religiously. It was like the remastered edition. I don't know what the difference was, but I watched it constantly. I remember finally renting The Curse of Michael Myers thinking like, this has got to be good. You know, it's it's just got to be good. And um, (laughs) it's the sixth one. How could it be bad? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's It's the newest one at the time. And I just remember being so confused and disappointed as I watched it. I was like, Wait, so they recast Jamie, so it's no longer Danielle Harris. So, of course, that is the first time where Brian was probably like, fuck this movie. But then there's, like, Paul Rudd, voyeur. You know, it's, I think I knew who Paul Rudd was by the time, yeah, I think I probably would have seen Clueless first. Yeah. But I, I remember being like, oh, Paul Rudd, I know who that is, and watching it and I was like this doesn't seem right and then finding out that Donald Pleasance died while they were in post production right yeah and they or maybe it wasn't post production but they pulled an Ed Wood they basically found a guy Donald Pleasance from the back for the scenes that they hadn't filmed yet that's right what a note to end a career on <laughs> illustrious Halloween 6 I love that that the way that they think that a shock jock works because obviously this was when Howard Stern was getting super popular and so they had to have a Howard Stern stand in and so they they have him basically just kind of sexually harass the girlfriend of the teenage guy who lives in the original Strode house is that right or is it the Michael Myers house it's the Michael Myers house it's not the Strode house. When Barry finds this out, he because he's like talking trash and he goes, I bet she wears crotchless panties and barks like a dog. And then her boyfriend who is dressed up. So she's dressed up like Bride of Frankenstein and he's dressed up like the worst Frankenstein I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't defend her. He's not like, hey, man, not cool. And then he brings it up later before they bang. And he's like, I bet you wear crotchless panties and bark like a dog. And she's charmed by that i wasn't dating in 95 but i'm pretty sure that that's unrealistic a little bit we got to talk about old lady blankenship that's the old woman who uh (laughs) i wrote down her name is telling the story to the to the little boy who lives in the house who likes tommy doyle he's like tommy's my new best friend he knows all about dinosaurs so if you want a stupid ass kid to follow you around just tell them about dinosaurs. That's actually accurate. Oh, tell, uh, tell Matt Kelly as, about dinosaurs and he'll follow you around. The old lady Blankenship thing that I wanted to note is that she's just a fine old lady 
and then she tells the little kid about why they would curse, you know, why they would have to have this curse to, to murder your family, blah, blah, blah. At the end of it, I had to pause the video that I was watching and be like, wait a second. She's got a herp. Like, she's, it's not in the original <laughs> part of it when they were filming it. But then later on, she, like, has a huge herpy on her sore on her lip. And I'm like, <laughs> were they really that hard up that they couldn't just put some makeup over it or change the... Because it wasn't like, with herpes, you can put medication on it and it'll be gone in a day or two days. What I need to know, the last thing I need to know about this is... Why would Michael Myers burn, take the time to burn the Mark of Thorn into some bales of hay? Is that in the original script? I mean, I don't know if any of us will ever know the truth of these these questions, but... No, I have no clue. But just, the, I love that the guy has the ability to just wipe his hands. The guy that wrote it originally has the ability to wipe his hands of any yeah. stupid bullshit that happens in it. That even if he wrote it, he can be like, that wasn't me. Brian, let me quick question. Could you have that Blu-ray set and do you feel like it was worth what you paid for? I didn't buy the box set. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They, as soon as the box set came out, I was debating on buying the box set, even though I already owned the box set. But like literally a week after the box set came out, they just released the Blu-ray of Curse. So I just bought oh. it. So I have two copies of Curse, and they're both bad. Wait, so what's your first <laughs> copy of Curse? Is it on DVD? Not the, the producer's, cut. producer's cut. Yeah, cut. DVD and then a Blu-ray of the producer's cut. So if you want to know which one's better, the original is better because it's shorter. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> there are people out there identify as like Halloween is their favorite franchise, and that's fine. Also, people there that I think feel like, well, I can't say a bad thing of these movies or I'm not that good of a fan. And it's like, no, you can hate hearts of a franchise and still claim it as your favorite franchise. No one's going to judge you. 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. Scott, what was your double feature with this? Well, it should be obvious. I'm going with Halloween 4 because it is the best of the series i don't i do love h2o matt but halloween 4 is that warm blanket on a cool crisp october night you got some piping hot spiced cider and you're just hanging out and you're watching halloween 4 after you subject yourself to your this is what happens is your brain goes blank and you're like is halloween 6 that bad like once in a decade Halloween 6 can't be as bad as I remember it. It just seems dumb. Like, let's rewatch it. And then you're like, well, that was, I need a palate <laughs> cleanser. So then you watch Halloween 4. There you go. Brian, how about you go next? Uh, uneventfully, I'm going to kind of do what Scott did. 
and I'm going to do Halloween 2. Not my favorite, but for whatever reason. Wait, which one? The original Halloween 2 or the zombie? Original Halloween 2. Halloween 2. Okay. Original Halloween 2 is kind of like Halloween. Well, Halloween 4 is your favorite, but one of the reasons Halloween 4 is your favorite is one of the reasons I enjoy Halloween 2. For whatever reason in my subconscious, it's the most Halloween season Halloween movie to me, which is all weird that matters. because it doesn't. It doesn't actually play on to the holiday as much as most of the movies. Yeah, it's in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if it's something I watched as a kid on Halloween or what, but it's it's the one that's like, oh. I'm going to have something Scott said when we were talking about all the different writers that this movie probably had and, and said, man, it was like one of them really wanted to make this work as a sci-fi. I'm going to go with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I think this is the first time that we've ever all picked another movie from the same franchise. The franchise. Which is mm-hmm. actually a huge deal to me because it, it's, you know, 90% of the time Brian's like, well, uh, uh, I think I'd like to mix this up when this week and I think I'm just going to rewatch The Town that Dreaded Sundown again. But for <laughs> once he's like Halloween 2, you know, and also I got to laugh because Halloween 2 I never saw on cable ever. And the best part of that movie is the nudity and th- yeah. there's no way that they would have shown that on on tv yeah what is something that you watch well before that i'll do my what did i watch in a second i just gotta tell you about my halloween too my best friend and i took his dad's camera and we would use the camera to um you know make bootleg copies on vhs right and the bootleg copy of halloween 2 was at my house and it was almost exclusively wow, rewound to the beginning of the nudity scene, and I still have it at my parents' house. So, uh, mom and dad, please don't ever dust off my Halloween two VHS bootleg because you'll understand what I was masturbating to back in like two thousand. We actually talked about this way way back a few months ago. I want to jump in, even though we're way past it. But the best thing about Halloween six is the Italian poster for it. I don't know if you guys remember when I sent you this. Obviously, if you're not the few people Oh, paying. yeah. That is a very Italian poster. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. Continue. <laughs> what did you watch this so, week? So, yeah. um, I want to talk about two movies that I can't believe got made. They were on HBO Max, I want to say. I put stuff on on HBO Max to fall asleep or to get back to sleep. I don't really care what it is. Um... So the CGI fest Beowulf that had like Angelina Jolie as Beowulf as uh, oh, Grendel's God. mom. Yeah. How did that get made? It is I don't I think I made it a half an hour total through that movie and it is just unfucking watchable. The script yeah. is yeah, bad, bad, the CGI is bad. Every decision is poor. But then I followed that up with Ryan Reynolds in Green Lantern. I finally watched the, it took me like four nights, but I finally watched all of Green Lantern and so many poor decisions were made. Brian, what's something that you watched? Uh, Not much, but I did watch uh, two out of three of the dollar trilogy. (laughs) So I watched um, Fistful of Dollars and a few dollars dollars more. more. Yeah. Is it because (laughs) those are the two that are on HBO Max? All three are on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, uh, the thing is, is like I watched each one within a week, except like the good, the bad and the ugly is like as long as roots. So like, I don't know how 
long yeah, it's going to be. It's three and a half hours <laughs> yeah. long. It's a good movie, though. So they're, I mean, I enjoy them. They're spaghetti westerns, you know? I definitely like spaghetti westerns more than a regular western. I think, yeah, as if you can get over, like, the dubbing, I don't know. There's just something funny about a director that's just like, hey, you're Spanish. You're just going to read all your lines in Spanish. You're Italian. You're just going to read all your lines in Italian. And you're American. All yours in American. And we'll figure it out when it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, though. The, the soundtrack to A Few Dollars More is phenomenal. It was really good. I'll have to check it out. Make mine fairly short. The amazing documentary produced by a friend of Brian and I called This Is Guar. About the entire history of the band. Man, the opening of this documentary is the special effects guy showing you all of the tanks of fake blood. Did you both get to see Guar live? Oh, yes. I've never seen Guar live. I never. It is forever one of my favorite shows. It's just so funny how like... um, Remember I was saying how like Austin Powers didn't age well in the sense of like everything is so outdated. Mm-hmm. Like my memory yeah. of the show was like Paris Hilton getting stabbed with a syringe and George Bush getting beheaded and like all these things. Yeah, like, what, oh, remember everyone hated those? <laughs> remember how they like would change their stage show? You know, they'd have their slaves that would bring out mm-hmm. stuff. So when did you see that? Would that have been early 2000s 2003 i think i was 13 i think i still have my white shirt oh i i do not have my white shirt anymore man it's been a long time i would have seen them january of 2000 or february of 2002 so almost 20 years ago which is just shockingly embarrassing but they were still touring for like violence has arrived and they were playing mostly stuff from violence has arrived and so it was really a good show so the doc is really good it's really worth checking out that was halloween six as picked by scott next week we are going to do our halloween episode Network. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance. We got action. Romance. We got comedy. We got everything you need, man. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance. What part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to superhero stuff you should know. All right. So come on down to... Su- Wait, why did I say come on down? To superhero stuff you should know. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.